See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch New Year's Evil on Amazon Prime and Paramount+. Plus. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. So you got a name, Phantom? Call me Evil. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. All right. Uh, my name's TJ Davis. He, him pronouns. This is Cedar Screwit alongside. I'm Emily Schick. My pronouns are she and her. I'm Dan Murphy. My pronouns are he and him. All right. And on this final uh, holiday or holiday of this year, we are looking at the. Uh, I, I wanted to say the holiday cult classic. It's, no. not, uh, it's, not it's not anything. <laughs> yeah, no, no one no. cares about this movie because it's bad. But um, but hey, yeah. it's one of the few movies around New Year's Eve, and we weren't going to do New Year's Eve because that's essentially... Um, Love Actually, but worse than American. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so maybe next year. <laughs> Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer would have made more sense. Uh, Snowpiercer yeah. will, might actually be next year. But like, I don't know. After after Love Actually and like the hour and 45 minutes, like I didn't want to have something that was super no, long and super is, heavy. Is, I wanted, is long I wanted and trash. Heavy and... Yeah, yeah. But this, this is, is like, trash. why? Why even bother with this film? I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of fun. <laughs> it has so many issues, but I yes, guess it we'll does. Get, get to the. Yeah, but they're funny to laugh at. No, they're not because it's just so disjointed. But uh, uh, someone but... needs to get to the summary, and then we'll talk about all the well, problems. I'm just doing it. Yeah, I'm just going to use the uh, Wikipedia plot of it. One New Year's Eve, popular punk rock new wave DJ Diane Sullivan, known as Blaze among her fans, is hosting a late night countdown celebration of music and partying, televised from a Hollywood hotel and simulcast on local radio. All is going well until Diane receives a phone call from an odd-sounding stranger who claims his name is Evil. He announces his intentions to murder one naughty girl at the stroke of midnight in each U.S. time zone. He warns that Diane, located in the Pacific time zone, will be his last victim. Meanwhile, Diane's son, Derek, arrives at the studio, but is mostly ignored by his mother. He begins behaving erratically throughout the night as he watches the show on television. The studio crew takes safety measures and heightened security, but a string of murders begins to occur across Los Angeles. A nurse at a sanitarium is found dead shortly after midnight strikes in the eastern time zone. All right. Like I, I got to get through this before I get to like my issues with the yeah no no like, this is this is inaccurate like there this. there are two things already that this is not accurate to the film that's been stated but whatever yeah well because as yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't of... he specifically says he's going to target people close to her even yes. though he doesn't but he, that's what well, but he says he, that he's going he to target he, says he targets yeah. one person who's close to her but it isn't counted as one of the midnight one is, well, right right he says specifically his victims are going to be people close to her and he also doesn't say that she is one of his victims no she no. doesn't like it's it's <laughs> well, assumed by the someone, police but yeah, like he basically says someone that you care about and like yeah. maybe that's like meant to make it sound like it could be one of her family members but like 
Yeah. I don't know. Clearly the you know, clearly No, there's a there's a tease that that initially he's going after his husband uh, after her husband before the twist that it is her husband, but like Yeah. Which which like, you know, <sighs> if if he feels like, you know, she cares only about herself, maybe that that's his way of, you know, kind of saying I'm going to kill you without like actually saying I'm going to kill you. I mean that's that's an interesting twist to it, but he still says he's killing someone every hour close to her, so it still needs to be multiple people close to her. I mean, it is worth noting that, like, yeah, the first person that he kills is not counted among his stated victims, and is the only person close to her that he kills. Everyone else is yeah. kind of just a random other person. Um, like, I guess the nurse he probably had some sort of like tie to though i think the nurse should recognize him because it is at the like mental ward that he went to exactly like, like that that's so, the weird thing about that is yeah. like it's the mental ward he went to and he's not even wearing the fake mustache this time so right well you know, i mean yeah maybe she was maybe she wasn't a nurse there when he was there i know i mean like that's what i would assume because like like that she was a nurse she but yeah it's very odd that she wouldn't know who he is um like the way that the film is like put forward because it also looks like she has seniority over the other nurse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's honestly a, a lot about this that makes All right, let, sense. All right. Let me dig yeah. through the rest. Yeah. Of yeah, it. Let's, yeah finish let's finish this. Finish. And um, we'll get back to it. Two women were found dead near a liquor store after midnight in the central time zone. Again, not in the, but after yes. midnight strike from the, uh, the killer uses a radio cassette recorder to tape the sounds of his victims as he murders them and calls back the station each time, replaying the tapes over the phone to prove that he is serious. While the killer searches for a victim to kill for the stroke of midnight in the mountain time zone, he inadvertently angers a gang of bikers who chase him into a drive-in theater. He murders one of the bikers, steals a couple, steals a couple's car to avoid being recognized, and drives off with the girl still in the back seat, intending to make her his next victim. But she manages to escape. Oh, so did he not actually kill somebody? Kill a naughty girl for Mountain Time Zone? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't actually kill the girl. And uh, she she manages to um, escape, and he only manages to kill the biker during the Mountain Time Zone. Yeah. Eventually, the killer manages to sneak into the hotel, which is, which by now has been completely locked down by the police, and is revealed to be Diane's husband, Richard, who was previously thought to be too busy to attend. After knocking Diane out, he castigates her over her treatment of their son, perceiving her and other women's treatment of him as a slight on his character. <laughs> Pardon. Uh, he reveals his intentions to kill her by chaining her to an elevator and forcing her to ride all the way up, then all the way down, having hacked into the elevator's controls. Also, why isn't like it, it like a noose or even really around her neck? It, it seems like she's being held up by her arms for the most part. Yeah. Maybe it's just like low budget and they couldn't really afford a better gag, but I don't know. I don't know. That, I mean, that was sort of a weird one to me well it just seemed like what well he stashed yvonne's body at the top of the elevator shaft somehow no, not, then... not even her body just her head somewhere in the elevator shaft for her to see because he was planning on putting her into there like yeah <laughs> no, no i mean like i but but i mean i thought the implication is that she'd be crushed by the elevator going all the way down rather than and any sort of like um uh like a gang hung or whatever 
I mean, getting hung would make a lot more sense. Uh, it would, because, but this movie because, doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, because uh, elevators have a braking system that should prevent you from uh, becoming meat paste and uh, among a smashed elevator at the bottom of an elevator shaft. Like, elevators, even when they fail, are one of, like, the safest methods of, like, transportation. Well, I mean, they this are is also now. I mean, I, I always, I always <laughs> hear stories been. of early I, elevators of how no, super early, unsafe some of the, like the most, first elevator, I think, killed everyone that was on it. But yes, but mo- but but for like, uh, I think o- over a hundred years, elevators have been like ridiculously safe, generally speaking. Yeah. Well, they didn't become. I. Oh, you know, you are right about that because like elevators didn't become popularized until they had the brake system. Yeah. To, to keep they have multiple brake systems like so you have so you have an, a, like a brake system that basically stops you before you hit the bottom of the shaft and then if for some reason that fails there's like basically like a giant spring at the bottom too so like it's not enough to like you know boost you a ton back up but like it should be enough to uh basically reduce the forces that are at on uh, being acted on the occupants within all right, so he hacked elevator controls. While he's doing this, the police, who had been alerted to his presence, locate him. A brief firefight ensues, and the elevator controls are damaged, stopping the elevator and saving Diane. Richard flees to the rooftop, putting on the mask he had used to conceal himself while entering the building. No. 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 He, he That mask just randomly shows up near the... Like, it, I feel like that mask should have been present, like way way earlier in the film (laughs) yes yeah but uh, like we'll 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 get to that in a minute because i I have things to say about that because you know fucking all right let me just let me just dig through the rest of this it's not much more uh cornered by the police he proceeds to jump to his death a devastated derek weeps over his body derek's the son uh the injured diane is loaded into an ambulance but derek is revealed to be the driver having taken his dead father's mask and murdered the real driver the ambulance drives off, leaving Diane's fate unknown as the radio announcer in Honolulu is announcing that the stroke of midnight, it's the stroke of midnight in the Hawaii Altution? Aleutian? Aleutian. There we go. Yeah. Aleutian time zone. Da, da, da. Yeah. Which, wouldn't that be like two hours after... It would. There's an Alaska time zone between um, uh, California and Hawaii. I believe. That's yeah, what I thought. I so. But like, I guess nobody's partying in Juneau this year. Uh, I don't know if Juneau is actually in that time zone because Alaska is freaking huge. Yeah. I think it has like yeah. four time zones. Um, but I can't remember. Yeah. Time zones are pretty big. Yeah. I think it might only be two. Yeah, but Alaska's pretty far. Alaska's big too. pretty far north. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really yeah. just like I, part of like I, I think like one of them is like at the very end of that like like uh, what archipelago that like forms that like you know used to be an isthmus with like uh, what with Ertusk. So yes. Um. But yes, that's the plot of New Year's Evil. Um. Yeah. Man, I don't even know where to start with this one. Like, I, mean, I, I already apologized to all of you. It's, I'm sorry I, mean, for I think this the movie. biggest <laughs> problem with this movie is it doesn't know what character you're supposed to be identifying with throughout the whole thing because it's just like, I, what's her name? Sharon? Is it Sharon? Or it's Diane. Sharon. 
Diane. Okay. Please. Yeah. It's like she's really unlikable and the movie goes out of their way to make her unlikable. And then most of the time we're following the killer around and we're like, like there's that whole sequence with like his mountain time zone victim of it's just like, are we, are we supposed to be rooting for him to kill her? Like, I, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be rooting for to happen here. Well, like, yeah, she was participating <laughs> in uh, promiscuous activities while smoking pot in the back of a car. I mean, it's just so like, she has I, to die. I, I do enjoy uh, that there was the death by weed because he had the bag as they were, you know, when he had like the porn stash going to uh, Eric Estrada's party with oh, the yeah. uh, two girls. He was like, yeah, check this out. It's super great pot. And then like, chokes number, her with, like, and then like, you know, suffocates her with like this giant bag with a little bit of weed. Cause we, well, I mean, it, well, but, but, but I mean, that was also, <laughs> it's just like, he strangles her to like, yeah, he suffocates her or, and then, you know, he stabs his first victim. And then when the police find the suffocated victim, they're like, same MO. It's like, no, it's not. That's yeah. not the same MO at all. <laughs> like, yeah, well, no, plus there like, were two well, women dead at that scene instead of just yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not at all the same mo. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, these I, cops are idiots. I mean, cops. Well, are idiots, I mean, it's just the writing of this idiots. movie is idiots. <laughs> I mean, because as it's just like I, uh, but but I mean, I just think that it's just like they go out of their way to make Diane super unlikable, and then they just as have us frequently like kind of trying to argue that the hill killer is justified or that we're supposed to be rooting for him but it's like no i'm rooting for literally not. no one yeah. yeah i hate all the characters like yeah. especially i hate derek derek fucking sucks Derek's yeah, derek is weird sucks. for no reason the entire film like the most oh, I also characters noticed... are people like the manager or like the cop like i i noticed on my rewatch today because like you know i always try to like watch it again right before we record um that Derek was the one who was the distraction for his father to get into his mother's assistant's room unnoticed. Yeah. Because, like, you, you see him, like, walking down the hallway when she comes out of the door to check of, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it it's just, it it's really odd to me because it doesn't seem like Derek is in on the rest of the plan. Like what, what did he expect his father to do once he distracted her to let him in there? I don't know. You, I mean, you know? like Derek, well, the, the th- like Derek keeps on saying he has a surprise for Diane and it, we're never revealed what that surprise is. It is kind of implied that the surprise is Richard. So, but like, yeah, like they're, they're very inconsistent about, um Derek's knowledge of Richard. I mean, I guess it's based mainly because we just see Diane telling him what's going on with Richard and Derek like disbelieving that and maybe but it's like not really hinted that like Derek knows more than Diane does about Richard, though potentially he does and he's just like play but it's just like he's not a good actor. I mean, like he's supposed to be a great actor who didn't use his name even though Diane doesn't use her own name working. Her name doesn't carry any weight. Like, yeah. like he's not a fucking Nepo baby. Like, yeah, it's like, so she, stupid. She's kind of, she doesn't seem like she's actually doing that well career wise. Like, no, like, well, this is like pre MTV. So she was hoping that, you know, if this night went well, it would take her into syndication, but she's not but there yet. Not so his there. name doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and, and that's one of the things, you know, I mean, and then also it's just like the way that they portray like her audience is just 
terrible. <laughs> like they just look like the worst audience that you'd ever want at any venue ever. Oh, absolutely. So... Especially like TJ and I were talking about the fact that like they uh their dancing is so wholly uncoordinated. Like I've seen more coordinated zombie hordes. Well, I mean, yeah. in the dance, that probably comes down to the fact that frequently when you're filming people dancing, you're not actually playing music, so they just have to fake it, and they're just bad actors. But yeah, but still, I would at least hope that like there was somebody be in the room of like just like hitting a cowbell so that people can have at least a rhythm. No, they to don't go want. It of. fucks up the the sound. Like they don't want to. Do, they really don't want to have any sound. So like frequently, you have to dance silently. I mean, like these days, they'll usually give people earpieces, but like that's not what they were doing at this time. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Still though, that's it's. I mean, it it like. No one coordinates with anyone next to them. It is unbelievable. <laughs> like, seriously, again, like, you can get stadiums of people to do the wave semi-successfully. You couldn't get, like, a group of people, like, to even a couple of them to fucking dance with each other? Jesus. <laughs> How fucking hard is it? Come on. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like this movie seems very, very lazy and amateurish. Yeah, it really well, does. Well, I mean, keep in mind what year it came out. Like, it came out in 1980. It doesn't matter. There were movies that were okay. I'm not saying time. that as an excuse of like, oh, it came out in 1980. But like, 1980 was a turning point when it came to horror. And especially when it came to like, slashers and not just slashers but like holiday slashers became a fucking thing like 1980 is also the year of like friday the 13th you know like it's ever like so much of this is a reaction to it's got to be better than this so uh the original friday the 13th eh, (laughs) i know i mean that's the Um, thing is it's like like yeah the the first movie people kind of forget about but um franchise did well it's not as bad as i remembered it being but it's still not that good there are other movies that are set in similar settings that i think while they may not have aged well are still better i'm looking at you sleepaway camp um but like a lot of this stuff was in reaction to uh carpenter's halloween from 78 oh no i mean like this is clearly just cashing in on on fads of the time um yeah because like that's why it's a slasher and not a supernatural thing because i mean like honestly it's just like with a name like new year's evil i kind of wanted something more supernatural than just a kind of generic slasher but yeah oh yeah well that's why like watching this i feel like i had a pretty decent idea for a remake that would be entirely different yeah a spiritual remake (laughs) like i i mean there's just so little redeeming about this it's just like because we spend so much time with richard and it's just like why are we supposed to think he's like a cool fun killer because he's just kind of like this uptight square who's violent and like awful so well, i feel like people also, like ben shapiro and jordan peterson would really like this movie because, well i mean yeah like, because he, i mean he's like very specific he's very ben shapiro yeah i was gonna say it's better writing than ben shapiro so <laughs> I, I i wish i were kidding i am absolutely not kidding this is miles above any of uh oh, ben God. shapiro's what, fiction what there there were some he uh, wrote he, a book he, of short yeah. stories. No, no, there, there, is... there was something recently that Ben Shapiro like didn't understand a movie that came. Oh, over Glass Onion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And he's like mad that uh, like a murder mystery like 
has twists. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I want a murder mystery without twists, and I want all vaginas to be dry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am Ben Shapiro, and I am a real good writer. My I wife's a doctor. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Anywho. Um. Also, yeah. can I just say, like, so Blaze was married to this guy. Right. For, that bothered me a lot. Like, a, a long enough to produce an adult child, and mm-hmm. you never had any inkling that this guy was like fucking murdery and like hated women yeah i mean in fairness you would never show up especially because that would have like why was he thrown into an asylum right i mean that was that was one of the things that like 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 they needed a different relationship between richard and diane because like the fact that she that he's her husband makes no sense whatsoever like I mean, how, it could be. how does she marry this guy yeah. it like could, it could if like if he was like you know not her you know the not somebody she'd been married to for so long like maybe they like it was like a whirlwind romance and they like met and got married within six months or something yeah i think like, there's dialogue that makes logical sense i mean and, and that like, makes you know, more she got sense pregnant but, like, more sense. couldn't like she got pregnant didn't want to raise the kids so he raised the kid alone and that's why the kids twisted as well like you 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 could do something with that i mean you like i you need to like the you need to do more to establish how the fuck they're married to each other because it just doesn't make any sense yeah it really doesn't like especially because you know they're implying again i might buy it if it was like they're basically never in the same fucking time zone. Like they don't spend, they're married, but they don't spend any time together. Like, okay, maybe, yeah. but like, it's, it would actually like, help to make but, the story more, make more sense. Yeah. But when, you know, but it's kind of proven that that's not what they're going for. Considering like when, you know, she, like he comes into her hotel room and she's like, Oh good. My husband's here. And she's like, right. I'm so scared. And she's like going to him for comfort. And it's like, if you barely knew this dude, and and or like you were basically estranged but like still married like you wouldn't be reacting to him that way right no like there's no plausible like none of that makes any sense no her reaction to seeing him is where it really falls apart because it should be something more strained or or at least i think the reaction should be more like thank goodness you you're here there's some kind of crazy killer out who's threatening to kill people close to me like that since you're here you're therefore safe like that makes more sense but i mean i do think that like what makes the most sense for their relationship really should be that like he's the father of her child maybe they were married but he should be like ex-husband he should not be husband yeah, yeah. I, he, he that would be work ex-husband too. that like they're distant but still have like a surface level good relationship like, right honestly, no, i mean i think yeah. that this movie would do better if we had like if like our first act was mostly just like getting to know characters that matter instead of just like throwing people at us and us not giving a shit about anybody like give us like if you're not going to do it actually killing somebody in each different time zone which is the way that i would go about it because i'd probably make it like you know some sort of like satanic ritual satanic panic 80s thing yeah i think could be fun with that 
But uh, no, yeah, that. Fu- and, but your plan gets fucked up if you uh, have like any delays and stuff. Because exactly. yeah, like, the plan gets fucked. Up. Well, that was the other thing. Is, is, anyway. is it seems like <laughs> it seems like he's trying to kill someone very specific for Mountain Time Zone and gets totally sidetracked and then ends up just like like. Oh yeah, he was, he was supposed yeah. to kill some nun for the Mountain right. Time Zone. Yeah, and then gets distracted and runs into a biker gang. Yeah, and we like never really establish what that, that's just like there of like yeah. like like it, it seems like there's like details that are significant to the plot that are missing that should be included. Yeah, <laughs> but then um, it might make it a longer movie, and I'd rather ugh, that. Not. Yeah, God. that would be bad. Um, God no. <laughs> oh, also, I have a question here. Does anybody remember uh, what like where the police say they're from? Like, what police department are they supposed to be from? I mean, there's, I, it's supposed to be L.A. Except they're not in L.A., they're in the Valley. Uh, like, they're very clearly in the Valley. They actually, like, there's a point, I think, I mean, I so think the, the, when the, he calls in the second kill, um, I think he says that they're at, like, it's like Alameda and Van Nuys or something, something yeah, yeah, like it is that. Yeah, Alameda and Van Nuys. I looked, up the, I looked up the intersection. I think that's in Burbank. Yeah, no, well, I mean, in, but the, I think that so it's LA supposed has to be no... that the... No, I think, I, like, it's LA supposed to be PD being shot no from, like, the Viper Club, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I think so, I like, think you're the club looking at is... downtown LA for the club. Yeah, yeah, I think the club is supposed to be in LA. Yeah, but why um, would the same... Why, why, why is it implied that the same police department is investigating, like the crimes he's doing in the valley it's like not, lazy though. writing <laughs> no it's 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 not really i mean it's just kind of like coordination between the police departments because like we don't really have that many overlapping individual police in each location um it's just kind of like the detective at the club seems to be in charge of everything but that's just because he's the one we spend the most time with um but, you know, I mean, like, that's the other thing is it's just like the budget of this movie is like this is taking place at a holiday. Inn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like this isn't like an upscale hotel by any means. <laughs> it's a oh, my God. Holiday Inn. The budget it's of this so movie funny. was five hundred thousand dollars. Wow. I yeah. mean, it's actually every penny's all the locations. Screen. They did a decent job with the money. But also, I, I do love the opening with the um the 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 punks arriving at i mean that's the, the whole thing it's like you th- the, they're, set, uh, they're set up to be like significant characters and all they and do is like dance. never seen again yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that's it that's that's it's like oh okay like what uh why did we never mind yeah um there's a lot of why did we never mind in this like um yeah i i'm gonna be a girl here and nitpick her fucking outfit is stupid she's wearing a studded like leather collar with like uh yeah. like really really glitzy fucking costume jewelry why like those are like pick one or the other dude those things don't fucking go together um with a pink chromatic dress that has shoulder pads while also wearing makeup hey, shoulder pads were very in, not uh, shoulder I, I pads oh it wasn't that's no, right the, that dress didn't have shoulder pads it yeah. was it was the fucking leopard print blazer that she put over it that yeah. was like was really the capstone <laughs> on like the world's shittiest outfit yeah, but I also mean the, the makeup. The, the, the makeup, makeup yeah, but the makeup is like yeah. stage makeup though. So yeah, that, but it's but it's well, it's very bad. um, it's very twisted sister. Yeah, which is supposed to be over the top. Yeah, yeah I keep on trying to figure cool. out who the uh, theme song reminds me of because like it's like is it Queensrÿche? No, is it Dio? 
no. There are a couple other songs. Oh, uh, Made in Japan, the house band, sounds like shitty Ramones. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But like the other one that does the yeah, it definitely sounds. I I know what you mean. It it pings something in my brain too, but I have no idea what. Yeah, I it's it's something, but it it bugs me. But like, since we're talking since since we're talking about the music, like definitely one of the best parts of the music's movie. like the only good part of this like like the music's like it's decent like you know at the end of the day like it's i think acceptable. the theme song is is pretty catchy um and the rest of the music isn't like glaringly bad like everything else is glaringly bad but you know and there's some you know at like all horror films of this era in particular there are some sound cues that are very like eye rolly but like that's going to be horror films in general so oh yeah i mean also especially given how much if depending on how many films you watch like there are a lot of repeated patterns in a lot of different movies yeah like it's one of the things that i dug about barbarian is like the the music cues are a great misdirect (laughs) yeah yeah uh also like can we talk about the fact that like Derek's little uh, breakdown in the hotel room when he's watching his mom and he's getting all weird and putting a stocking over his head and shit like yeah like that is like I don't I I mean I like <coughs> it, it's like it was like a misdirect that didn't end up really being a misdirect because like it's like, oh, yeah, that kid's totally a serial killer. I mean, fucking just look at what he's doing right now. Yeah. And it's like. Well, it also oh, like makes wait. me question because Whoa. there's a shot later in the movie of him again with like the hairpin through his ear, the stocking over his head and like, you know, um, uh, like Frank Miller, Batman mutant glasses, like like those Cyclops kind of glasses yeah. that were a thing in like the late seventies, early eighties for some fucking reason because they were sci-fi. Um, like there's a shot of him after she gets the call about the central murder. Yeah, that is just never looked at again. I mean, yeah, it, it, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder how strong the script was to begin with because it feels I mean, like it, it uh, went through like a lot of rewrites throughout the process of filming i can well, tell I mean, you this, this is a, this is a movie where that where you can tell that <laughs> like basically and this is where the like weird dancing at the club scene comes into play is like basically they there are several sequences that clearly didn't work and their solution was to just like edit a lot of people dancing at the club and then we'll just is cover the fact that like we don't have a good transition between these scenes um yeah so, yeah that kind of makes sense like that's that's really where you know it's just kind of like a backup in case of this scene didn't pan out and they go to it um it's pretty noticeable at one point about like a half hour into the film that they were like yeah we didn't know what to like i think it's just like they had no idea of like how to get richard out of the mental institution and they were just like uh like how do we establish this so like, oh how did he even get out of the mental institution yeah like so. like yeah, it's I mean, I guess he just walks out the front door, but I mean, I they, make a, they make such a big deal about him sneaking in. You think it'd be like a bigger deal for him to get out, but nope, there's no scene of him leaving. So yeah, yeah, 
so we just get a well, scene of him putting on a if you put on a mustache <laughs> even though no one knows who he is or recognizes him so it doesn't fucking matter where he has a mustache on right like i mean uh, and it's just like some of this logic is just non-existent but um, oh apparently part of the thought process was you know halloween and, and like other things like this you've always got the guy in the mask we're yeah. not gonna give him the mask until the end of the movie and then it's like uh, fucking what don't give a mask at all the mask <laughs> is stupid like i don't know oh, the mask is really hilarious stupid. but like yeah. yes <laughs> but, i mean in the other thing is going back to like derek's like mental breakdown i think that in general the depiction of mental health in this film is deeply pro- problematic Very um deep. and that's you know i mean that's happens a lot in films like this um, but, you know, basically we have Derek and Richard are, you know, mentally ill and sociopaths. And then you have all the people in the mental institution who look like they're like lobotomized. Like they are oh. just like, I, what yeah. the fuck is going I mean, on? I, I, had, I had yeah. major issues watching the collective inside of the mental institution because they, they did them dirty. They, they yeah. definitely made them all like, you know, just mindless beings bouncing to a sound and yeah that's that's not kosher with me man yeah that's it's not an accurate depiction and it's you know it's really dehumanizing it's it's very much so yeah so on the bright side this movie is 42 years old (laughs) yeah and i mean why why is anyone watching it so uh, why we are so no one else feels tempted yeah I mean, yes. do do I need to like reintroduce the? Well, I never really introduced it. Like, we watch it so you don't have to, so you don't necessarily have to. It's yeah. part of like my preamble. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. because that's stolen from. Isn't that like nostalgia critics catchphrase? And we don't really want to tie ourselves to nostalgia critic at all. So, oh, is it? I had I no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Um. That's always my problem, is I have ideas that other people have had. Mm-hmm. I just don't realize it. Yeah. Um, all right. We're like 33 minutes into this. I don't mind this being a short one. Well, there's just nothing to talk about with this film. It's just I don't like, know. I'm trying to I, think, is there anything else we can shit it's on? It's really... Da- I mean, in, you know, we could, we can get into a larger like, discussion the, about how, like, misogynistic uh, this film is. And I mean, I don't think that that's yeah. necessary. I kind of feel like it's more the detail shit. Like, again, yeah. okay, going back to Derek's little breakdown again, like, why, why a red stocking? Like... I mean, I'm not well, saying it, that like it wasn't that it was a red stocking; it was his mother's, mother's stocking. stocking. Yeah, but yeah, he, he but... has he's supposed to have an Oedipal complex about his mother. All he why, wants. Why did he is... pierce his ear? And why did he do it through a stocking that might is presumably pre-worn to introduce more bacteria or something? I don't know. Probably, I'm, I'm just going to go out on a short limb on this one. Um, Probably because A, he was willing to do the stunt, and B, they realized that the movie needed like some gore because it's got none. But it makes yeah. no sense. Like it's it's gore, sure, but it doesn't like I don't know. What, I mean I think like, it's playing into a lot of the like like there, there's like a is weird... it meant to be like a self harm thing, or is it meant to imply that like he's wants to 
I don't know, like have an earring. Like I don't really. I, 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 don't I kind of get, get it more as he feels his mother of... is killing him, and that's yeah. kind of like the way that they decided to portray that. Yeah, like shittily ripping off Psycho. Like she's suffocating of, and stabbing you know. him. Like yeah, yeah, I mean it's kind of like I we, I don't know. I mean Derek's just an awful character. Yeah, um, he's really and... bad. It's like no man, like honestly like he's also like he has like the same issue as like denny in the room of just like being way too old for the part so yeah it's like man you're just like shitty like yeah. it's like uh yeah i don't i don't get why i'm supposed to like care about you i don't know why i'm supposed to care about any of these characters like, they I, all suck. I yeah they all suck like honestly yeah. it's like you know what like just fucking go ahead and like clear out like the as much as we're and supposed drop to feel like on the place and like i don't think you're really gonna have any big losses yeah i mean as much as we're supposed to care about diane it's just like we I, don't you know richard's not she wrong when he says sucks. he doesn't she doesn't care about <laughs> Derek. like the movie goes yeah. like out of their way to like show have her be like Derek, yeah. a completely dismissive of everything Derek has to say and it's like not even the <laughs> like like i a, like i guess they play it kind of oblivious but like I, it is just sort of like uh what like i i feel like everyone in this in nuclear family is a narcissist and like yeah. it, you know it would they it, they would do us all a favor by taking each other out <laughs> <laughs> just like three-way just fucking fine. yeah i can't really you know disagree what? with that because like all three of them fucking suck yeah, yeah, they really do. All I mean, three of again, them are terrible. One, almost two of them, because it, the ending does give an implication that Derek is going to murder his mother. Well, the uh, implication yeah, is I hope he doesn't take No, the I, implication is that, that for the sequel, we're going to have her run away and establish it. But thankfully, this movie didn't do well enough uh, to make us. Thank, yeah, thank God there's no sequel. But yeah. honestly, <laughs> like, so that, that also lets me have the fantasy of, like, they get rid of, like, the, the paramedic somehow. And then he drives the the ambulance off a cliff and takes him and his mother both out. Yeah, that's I'm fine. fine. That, sure, that's Thumb that. Louise ending. I'm fine that makes that. that. I was gonna say that like makes me feel better that like the 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 world of the universe ends up in a better place than it started. I don't know. Fewer, I mean, it's fewer just, members of this family in that world. I don't know. I'm not really wishing for her death. I just think that she's a terrible person. So yeah. It's just she's a hard person to identify as a protagonist with as a protagonist, and then it's yeah. just like, well, then what's your alternative? And it's just like, there's this weird thing that the film does of like, are you supposed to be like identifying with Richard, especially when he's being harassed by the bikers? It's just like because the bikers seem like way bigger jerks than he is, and it's just like he's a fucking murderer. Like, yeah, the bikers are preventing <laughs> yeah. him from killing someone. Like yeah. they are doing a good thing. Why are they yeah. being treated like dicks? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, I mean, it's just, like, shit like that. Um, it's just well, because like, they're, they're bikers, and bikers are evil. Same thing with, yeah. like, you, you well, should know that Well, he's all the, the female guy. characters are evil. All the female characters are, like, the most vapid, selfish people ever. Like, Oh, my awful. God, I know. They're all bad. Like, there, there are <laughs> like, no... all of his victims are just, like, we hate you. Like, yeah. you are slacking off on your job so much, nurse. This is unacceptable. Like, like the, the two people at the... Like, I guess the roommate's fine, but, like, the other woman is just, like, terrible. Um, I mean, she's not a bad person. She's just a, she's just really an stupid. idiot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a rube from Akron. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, and then you get to the woman in the, in the drive-thru, and it's just, like, like, the movie, like, really seems to make you want, uh, 
really to want you women? to have 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 him kill her. It's like that's what this movie wants to happen to her. And it's just like no, we should want her to get away. Why is the movie making it feel like it's so unfortunate that she gets away? It's like no, because it was a script written <laughs> written by men who hate women. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how it comes across. Yeah, it's absolutely how it comes across. So, this yeah. Ugh. Movie's just gross and bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like I had there were moments I had fun laughing at it, but like, I mean, I don't. Honestly, it's just like the room has like all of the same problems, but to a like heightened degree to make it more fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree with you. Like, yeah, it, this I, does not have the same fun that like the room has. It a, just doesn't. Yeah. All right. It can you can tell it was written by men who hate women and not oh, like absolutely. an alien who doesn't really understand what movies are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that is the difference. But I mean, as much as like, like I do think that Tommy Wiseau kind of hates women, I also think that he's an alien that doesn't understand movies. Yeah, so. I mean, like he doesn't really. I don't think he hates women so much as he just doesn't really understand humans still. Yeah, and like I don't yeah, know I that, that it makes. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I like he it that it still though i think that his uh lack of understanding of like how humanity or movies or basically anything seems to work um is slightly endearing at least yeah i mean you know there's this whole weird i think it's more kind of like you know there's there's speculation about how tommy Wiseau having some you know latent homosexuality and i think it's more that he's upset with women because they're stealing all the men away from him so but. Or it could just be like a projected <laughs> self-hatred or something. I don't know. Again, like I don't I I I I think that he's an alien who's probably from a race that like never had like doesn't have genitals, so he doesn't really understand how that whole thing works yet. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, so that's why he fucks belly buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Like Eddie he doesn't <laughs> Anyway, maybe we should keep this on on course with talking about New Year's Evil. Do we have to? Um, well, I I think that like it's as good a time as any to give in our wrap up. Yep. Um, Emily, verdict. Uh, I mean, honestly, this one's like a screw it. I'm not qualifying it. Like it's so it's, a it's really it's a holiday. Um, yeah. it is. It is bad. It has moments that are kind of fun to laugh at, but like I think the only thing that made it even tolerable was a the laughing and b the fact that it was short enough that it wasn't like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> making me wish for death. So I don't know. I mean, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, my verdict is like honestly, like this movie might be worse than Rubber. This is this no is hard hole in a. <laughs> you really? Wow, wow. You think yeah. this is worse than Rubber? Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. Pretty bad. The thing is, is like this one didn't try. Like rubber tried. Yeah, and no, failed. I mean that 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 is fair because like this looks like this was probably a decent way to launder the money they were trying to launder. Basically, but, yeah. Like, <laughs> like this. I don't know. I mean, this had like it had a plot that made no sense, but it had a cohesive plot. Yeah. Yeah, it the, like the no, well, it doesn't have the no reason philosophy like, like <laughs> that carry it down, but it also has like horrible, horrible misogyny instead. So true, uh, but it doesn't have an audience commenting on everything that's also just 
I, no, no. It, well, it does have an audience. It's just that audience is just uncoordinated and doesn't know how to dance. So. <laughs> and they're not commenting on the whole story. Whereas, like, in Rubber, you have, like, an audience who's watching the whole thing with you, and they're commenting on stuff. And it's like, why? Yeah, well, I mean, that is... A, th but that's the thing, is that the lack of an audience for her radio show is kind of an issue here. Because it's like, it's yeah, if there's, a call, if there's a caller saying that he's going to murder people, uh, I think that there would be more of a reaction from, like, the network and the people watching her show. But instead, we just get cutaways of people continuing to dance the night away, so... Because they're supposed <laughs> to be, like, punks who don't care about anything or, like, like listen to, like, New Wave or whatever. And it's like, yeah. no. Oh, we haven't even talked about his fucking voice voice modulator device. oh my god the like wow i guess he needs it just by virtue of the fact that, that otherwise she goddamn husband her husband yeah. and otherwise you'd recognize the voice but yeah it's fucking stupid so it's, it is really stupid <laughs> uh <laughs> anyway tj your verdict anyway this is a unanimous holiday yeah even as much as i love like shitty fucking horror and this does fit the bill of shitty fucking horror it's just it's, it's not, not fun, fun enough fun <laughs> why like, did you if you want this if you, piece of shit tj because <laughs> uh, i had watched two other shitty fucking new year's eve horror movies that were less interesting than this i mean the one thing that this has going for it is that it's it's soundtrack like i i do hate how much i like the music in it no, the theme song's actually decent. Um, but yeah, it's still, like, that's not enough to make it worth watching. Like, yeah. check out, like, check out a YouTube video of New Year's Evil. Ba -ba 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 like, I cannot remember for the life of me what it reminds me of. But, like, there's something deep in the back of my mind that it's like, is it ELO? No. No. Like it doesn't yeah, matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. Um but yes, this is a, a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh but it's got a uh, Pinky Tuscarero from Happy Days. Cause cause that's our main character of Blaze. Oh god. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize like, what others. Yeah. I mean, I would say like she's the only to me, one. It's closest really. to Dio, but like, yeah. So. Yeah, but it doesn't have like quite the pitch that Dio hits. Uh, it it is fair. close to Dio. Like yeah. I was thinking Dio, I was thinking Iron Maiden. Um Oh, like it's not... maybe maybe a little twisted sister. Maybe that's yeah. what we're supposed to be going for. Yeah, maybe. I can see that. But yeah. Um Hopefully you didn't listen to the warning at the beginning and just listen to this instead of watching the movie. If you watch the movie, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Did anyone actually look up what its Rotten Tomatoes score is? or is it No, because like... I don't give a shit about that shit. I think I, I, I thought I did. And I, I, like, I thought that when TJ suggested this, I was like, no, this movie has like, hope, the worst of like Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> is it like five? Uh... Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Uh, I bet it's really bad. It's, it's 25%. Bad. That is way higher than it deserves to be. <laughs> it has a 15% audience score. That's still higher <laughs> than it deserves to be. <laughs> 
Oh, what? Are, okay. Uh, Actually, hilarious. here's an interesting. Okay, how 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 fast can you look up rubber? I want to see how it compares. Oh, rubber. Rubber's pretty mixed, honestly. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it? It doesn't yeah. have better scores than that. Yeah, I'm guessing it probably does. Yeah, rubber probably. has a 68 percent. Whoa. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? No, I knew rubber's just polarizing. Rubber has uh. a 68 percent and a 46 percent audience score. Mm. Like. Like basically, it's just like like rubber was like kind. Rubber was really popular at the initial festivals that it came out at, which mm. is which kind of gave it some buzz. And then when it kind of got more generalized release, people were like, "No, this is pretentious crap." But considering where it's at a festival where everything's pretentious crap, it seems kind of <laughs> like refreshing. Yeah, because so. everybody's just jerking the, the each yeah. Other everyone's off. just jerking themselves off. So yeah. like, I I can see how it would play in a festival circuit significantly better than um wide release. But but I guess you win, Dan. Like objectively, this is a worse movie than Rubber. I didn't. Yeah, I, no, no, no. Wow. this is a worse movie than Rubber. But <laughs> oh man, TJ, like you ruined the joke. We were supposed to say at least it's better than Rubber forever, and like now we can't. Yeah, well, no. Now I mean, you can see at least worst, it's better than New Year's better than Evil. New Year's Evil. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't want to say rubber is <laughs> at least rubber is better than New bar, Year's Evil. So. Yeah. All right, bad. folks. Well, I'm sitting here doing the pee dance while these assholes keep on just like. <laughs> so Dan, pitch your shit. No, I mean I have a web comic uh, with fetus.com. Uh, you can check it out. Emily, pitch yeah. our shit. I was going to. Uh, we have another podcast called New England Beer Reviews. Come listen to us drink beer and talk about not movies like this, like beer and other pop culture. Yes. Uh, we've been Cedar Screw It. I've been TJ Davis alongside Dan Murphy and Emily Schick. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter for as long as that shit still exists. Uh, you can also look us up on <laughs> Letterboxd to add S-I-O-S-I. That's the initials of our show, Cedar Screw It, S-I-O-S-I. Oh, hey, while you're at it, you can also go to patreon.com backslash S-I-O-S-I and give us some monies. Earth monies are handy these days, it seems. Like, fuck capitalism, but apparently you need it. Yeah. Um, All right, is that it? Yeah, yeah final it. word. Bye. Evil. <laughs> Bye. Bye.